something better. This show goes out to all them good dogs. Don't matter if you're boy or girl dog. Laying around sleeping, getting treats, dog. You know, those are the best dogs. Hi, welcome to today's episode of the Best Dog Podcast. I'm Amy, and my I'm co-host Rich <laughs> is joining us from his semi tonight. Via Hi, satellite, honey. all the way from Iraq. <laughs> oh, I'm at All the way Iraq. from what state are you in? What? Where are you at? Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. All right. So um, I can't ask you what we're going to be talking about today because you're not here beside me, but I will tell you what we're going to talk about today. Uh, today, we are going to, of course, we're going to watch some video, a video of dogs that are up for adoption from MichianaPets.org. And also, we are going to discuss cancer in dogs and diabetes in dogs. Wow, Those what an are, I know it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> Tomorrow, I know, but it, we can talk about that. Jeez, OP. <laughs> it is National Pet Cancer Awareness Month and also Diabetes Awareness Month. So that's why we're going to talk about those two things. We're also going to play a game of Liar Liar and maybe another game if we have time to do that. Well, I'm I'm winning Liar Liar right now, so that sounds good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So Alex, what are we doing first? Uh, first, I will show you guys the video from Michiana Pets, which showcases two new dogs, Duchess and Ziggy. Okay. Oh, there's Ziggy! <laughs> Come on, Duchess! <laughs> you guys are awesome. You are such good dogs. What'd you find? Anything good? Hmm? <laughs> What are you doing in there? I don't think you can fit, Sister Bud. We would like to introduce you to a very special pair of best friends. Meet Ziggy and Duchess. Ziggy is the bigger brown and white boy, and Duchess is a shorter, light brindle-colored pup. These guys have never met a stranger. What we mean is that they love every single person that they meet, and they're even phenomenal with children. They've lived in a home with babies before, as well as teenagers, and they've done wonderful with each and every age of child. Unfortunately, life circumstances happened, and Duchess and Ziggy are back at the shelter, ready to start another chapter in their book. They really are the friendliest, sweetest, wiggliest, happiest dogs. And again, if you have kiddos, you could not find two better dogs to love them so much. Now, a little bit more about their personalities. Ziggy, the big guy pictured here, is the big teddy bear type of dog. He's always wanting you to pet him and he's always wanting the attention on him. This beautiful girl is Duchess. She's known for giving the world's best kisses.
Duchess and Ziggy have awesome manners. They know how to sit, they know how to shake, they walk nicely on a leash, and they take treats so gently. And we haven't even began to tell you how silly they are. You can usually find them rolling around in the grass outside, having a good old time together. They really are just the happiest, most easygoing dogs. Everybody who's around them is always smiling and laughing because we just cannot get enough of their little faces and their darling personalities. They sure do love their food and their treats, but they never have an issue sharing with one another. Their temperaments are amazing. At this point, they would prefer it to be just them in their new homes. Ziggy is about nine and Duchess is about five, so they're used to it being just them. Okay, sit. Speak. Good Zig. Do you want this, Duchess? Sit. Come meet them at Michiana Humane Society. Sit. Good girl. Yes, you're being a very good boy. My oh God. my gosh. <laughs> I don't know how long we're going to be able to do this without going to visit a pup. <laughs> visit hell. I'm thinking, trying to figure out how I can have seven dogs in my bed. <laughs> Not just in our house, but in the bed. Oh my Duchess gosh. Is absolutely adorable. I know. Did you see those, the little freckles all around? It was Duchess was the boy, right? No. Duchess no, is Duchess is the girl. Ziggy was the boy. Okay. Did you see the, the little Duchess, freckles on his chin? Oh my god! Duchess, totally. Duchess cute. was absolutely adorable. <laughs> I'm sitting right, here. So was... I don't remember half of what she said because I'm sitting here trying to figure out how I can get it. <laughs> yeah. When they started rolling in the grass, I, oh, just, I oh my dogs. gosh! I was like, now I know why Daddy always needs the baths. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm in love oh <laughs> oh my gosh well if you are interested in ziggy and duchess or either or make sure you go to michianapets.org check them out call before you go in make sure that they're still available and go get those puppies before we do it's, it's <laughs> seven o'clock at night that. It's seven o'clock at night. They probably open at seven. So I've got 12, oh 12 hours. <laughs> from, gas city to Michigan, from gas city to Michigan city. I think it's only two hours. <laughs> but I'm an hour ahead. All right. We need to change subjects before we end up with seven dogs. We also have a no, cat. We too, so. We're just, we're just going to have to quit doing this podcast. Cause I'm going to get their dogs. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're going to change the mood just a little bit but the reason that, that we're doing this is because people need to be aware of the different types of cancer that dogs can get and some of the things the factors that play into part as to how they get cancer one of these is, might shock you because i was quite surprised to find this out so this is from merkvet.com this is where I got this information. And they say that hereditary risk factors play a role in the occurrence of cancer in pets. 
For example, among dogs, golden retrievers, boxers, Bernice mountain dogs, and Rottweilers are generally more likely to develop cancer than any other dog breed. I wasn't aware of that. And then, of course, age plays a factor. Most of the time, if they get cancer later, as I'm sorry, <laughs> age plays a factor as well. The larger dogs are more likely to get cancer. And they say that because of a combination of genes or a single gene, there could be more of a link between that as to why those breeds are getting it. As far as environmental factors, pets live in the same environment as their owners. So therefore, they are at risk of the same carcinogens as we are. The fog, mm -hmm. uh, smog and pollution in the air. Also, uh, long exposures to sun, secondhand tobacco smoke, smoke. Uh, insecticides, pesticides, that kind of stuff. All plays a role in your animals getting cancer as well as it does us. This is the one that shocked me. Boom. Some cancers are sexually transmitted amongst dogs. Well, that Did would you know be that, like babe? that would be like a that would be like us getting HPV. Yeah, but this is actually um, cancerous cells, genital cancerous cells that are given to the healthy dog from sexual activity. Yeah, that's similar. Isn't that what HPV is in, in humans? Yeah, I believe it is. I didn't think about that when I was looking at this. I was actually just shocked that it could be spread that way in animals. I didn't know that. Okay. Pretty interesting. It was interesting to me. I but didn't know that, but was, I'm not surprised by it. Yeah. Because it's Awareness Month, we wanted to make sure that we just pointed on that a little bit. And, of course, there are some chemicals and stuff that also are carcinogens to dogs just like people. And those are, you know, asbestos and stuff like that as well. Same things as people. So, if um, you know, of course, uh, tumors and stuff like that that you might notice on your dog, you want to get those checked right away. So, is there a scanning or a screening or anything that people can do that, like, if you don't feel a lump, maybe they have internal cancer you know how dogs tend to hide pain and you don't notice things is there a yeah. way to catch it early just like with people if you notice you know that they're having a hard time breathing stuff like that they go through the series of testing just like people do getting the okay. mris kind of thing stuff like that you know they're uh imaging to see if there's any tumors in the lungs and stuff but so the other thing that is this month as well is diabetes awareness so this one, um, most cases of like an uh, like spontaneous onset of diabetes of diabetes is in middle-aged dogs. Females are twice as affected as males are. I don't know what the reason for that is, but the incidence appears to be an increase in certain small breeds such as miniature poodles and dachshunds. Yes, dachshunds. <laughs> Uh, schnauzers, cairn terriers, and beagles, but any breed can be affected by it. So some of the symptoms that you might want to watch for, which this, you know, can go either way when it comes to diabetes, just like in people, um, increased thirst, more urination, urination, frequent urination, increase or decrease in appetite and weight gain or weight loss. Also cataracts in dogs could be a sign. And weakness or lethargy, you know, like they're 
Um, we have one dog who he has a problem with his hip and he gets very lazy and like doesn't really want to do things because he's hurting. So a lot of times, you know, they'll end up being lethargic or just weak in general. And those are signs, you know, to get checked out by the doctor. But this was something that shocked me with this. Up to 25% of diabetic animals are euthanized the day that they are diagnosed. Why? Because people aren't educated enough that they think that that's a death sentence. And so they just want to put them out of their misery. Also, because they're afraid they can't afford to go through treatments. Well, and one of the things, one of the costs, wouldn't you find out what it costs before you put your dog down? You would think so. Yeah. But they said that, you know, and it's mostly just because the people aren't educated about the illness. Well, then the vet should have the responsibility of stopping people from putting their pet down before getting all the info. I think that when they, you know, realize that there's a possibility that they could have to be put on insulin and stuff, I think people just panic. And, and that's one of the things that they do. But yeah, I thought that was terribly sad. But um, long term success with diabetes is all um, communication, you know, between the vet and the person being willing to go through the process of giving the dog medication, changing their diet and stuff like that, because they can, you know, if they're overweight because of the illness, changing their diet helps them a lot. And then, you know, there's different types of medication and stuff like that that they could use as well. Some of it isn't as expensive as others, but some people don't want to put in the time of taking them to the vet and getting regular checkups and stuff to make sure that their sugar is all okay. So, yeah, I th when I read that, I, I couldn't believe that people would, you know, jump right away and, and make that decision. But, you know, some people feel they're too busy to have to deal with that. Okay, so if, if people are afraid, if people are afraid they can't afford it, do you know what it costs for a dog to have insulin, or did you do you have any of the info on that? I don't, but I have a friend who had a dog that was diabetic, so I'm I'm going to reach out to her tomorrow and see if she'll answer some questions, or I'll call the vet tomorrow and find out, and I'll give you some information next week when we do the show. Okay. So, um, let's play a game, Alex. Yep. Our next game that we have is Dog on Liar, another round, which I think Rich was the only one who scored a point last he time. did. Which the score would be seven, eight, seven, six. Eight, seven, six. <laughs> so I am two <laughs> away right now, which is yeah, not huh? very good. <laughs> so I need to uh, I need to really get my stuff together and hopefully I can with this group of statements. I was three away at one point, so anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So on this segment, Dog on Liar, for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, we do it about every episode. I have three statements for Rich and Amy, two of which are true and one of them that is a lie. I'm going to give them these statements and they need to guess which one is the lie. Are you two ready? Yeah. Yeah, as soon as the theme song plays. Yep, we'll get to the theme song right now. You, Josh, go. Uh, my dog ate it? I know you don't have a dog. I can't lie! That's not true. That's a lie. No. You are a liar! No, I'm not! He would like to confuse us. Stretching the truth! You've been lying. I lied about that, too. Did you just call me a liar? You must be quite a liar. It's a gift. I'm pretty good. Okay, so that reminded me of something. 
I go back and listen to the podcast every week on Spotify just to see how it sounded. You know, how does it sound podcast wise versus video wise? So this is extremely important. I want everybody to comment where they are finding the podcast. If you're watching it on YouTube, please comment on YouTube. If you're watching it on Facebook, please comment on Facebook. And if you are listening to this as a podcast, I want you to email us at thebestdogpodcast at gmail.com. And the reason that this is important is because I've been thinking about taking down the podcast feed because I don't know if anybody else is listening. I'm not seeing any metrics, any numbers. I'm not seeing any, any watches on uh, iTunes or Apple or whatever. So if you're watch, if you're listening to this as a podcast, I need, you definitely need to email me. Um, if you're watching this on video, you need to, e you need to comment because if nobody's watching the video side of this, we may just go to an audio podcast and we'll change the games. So they translate to audio. But if everybody is listening to this on audio, or I mean, watching it on video, I may take down the podcast stream. I'm not sure which avenue is doing the best. So right now, you guys need to save your own skin. If you like the video, comment. If you like the podcast form, then you need to email us because I may take one or the other down and you might lose your form if you don't let us know how you're listening because I'm not seeing the metrics on the uh, podcast thing that I that we run this through. So just a heads up. Okay. So here are our three statements for this round. The first statement is that a crocodile cannot stick out its tongue. A crocodile okay. cannot stick out its tongue. Okay. Okay. Next statement is that a rat can laugh. <laughs> okay. The third statement is that a great white shark's skeleton, including teeth, has over 700 bones. Wait, say that again. My brain. <laughs> a great white shark skeleton, including the teeth, has over 700 bones. Hmm. Your mom's still thinking about a rat laughing at those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? I'm not even there, and I know what she's thinking. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just keep thinking of Master Shredders and their laugh at his ass off. I was thinking of Mickey Mouse or something. I mean, he's not a rat, but. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't think a whale has seven hundred bones. A great white shark. shark. Oh, it was a shark. Well, oh yeah, wait. How many teeth do a shark have? I'm not yeah. gonna say nothing. I keep forgetting. This is how she wins. I talk, she listens and she <laughs> <laughs> And you say I don't listen to you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and the, the first one again was what? The first one was that a crocodile cannot stick out its tongue. I think that's true. Hmm. And I know if I go with that stupid rat, <laughs> it's going to be that it can. <laughs> How many how many bones in a shark? Seven hundred, over seven hundred. 
How many do a human have? I think a human has about 220 or something like that. 213 or something like that? Yeah. And it's including its teeth. Hmm. All right, Bug, I got? have to hear the way you... I'm sorry, what, honey? What you got? Um, Alex, I'm sorry, I called you that. <laughs> I called you Bug on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, could you repeat number two? Because I want to hear the... I don't want to laugh at it again. <laughs> I just want to hear your wording, the phrasing. Maybe I'm catching... Maybe I'm missing something in the phrasing. A rat can laugh. That's, That's all, all that it is. Yep. All right, I have to go with number two being false. <clears throat> Just because it's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's my thought process. One, I'm pretty sure I've heard the shark thing before. And I'm not mistaken. Sharks have three rows of teeth. They have an ungodly high number of teeth. So I'm pretty sure that's true. Okay. Number one, I think, is also true because if you've ever watched a crocodile, they will hiss. Yeah. But by sticking out their tongue, I am assuming that that means past their teeth. They ain't got no yeah. 18 tongue to get out past the front of that beak. I, I right. is, their is, beak. <laughs> what do you call that? What do you, the snout? I don't know. I mean, yeah, okay. You laugh, but you don't even know what it's called. So, mm. so <laughs> I stick my tongue out at you. Mm. So, well, so I, think I was. I think that's the caveat for the crocodile. Is yeah, they. I don't even know if they can move their tongue. I think it's actually attached to the the bottom palate. So I don't think they can stick it out. So I think number two is the lie. I think so too. I was thinking of when we went to Florida and we went to Gatorama. Yep. Yep. They would open their mouths for food, but their tongue didn't move. No, it did not. I'm not even sure they have a tongue. They did have tongues. Did they? Yeah, but they didn't okay. move. So I'm sticking with number two that that Master Shredder can't laugh <laughs> only in the cartoon. They can laugh is what the statement is. Yeah, I don't think they can. Yeah, I don't think they can. Okay. So you both go with number two. Yes. I'm going with number two by default because unless you unless you've got a trick for one, like I said, they can't stick their tongue out past their teeth. So, what is the definition of sticking out their tongue? Um, I would probably say past their teeth is correct. Then number two is the lie. Amy, you're with two. I am with two. Okay. I have gained a point. No, no way! Got to be charted. He had to change the number. He had to change the number of bones. So a crocodile, <laughs> you're right. It cannot stick out a tongue because it's completely attached to that bottom palate. It doesn't leave at all. A rat can laugh. Studies have shown that they react to tickles with laughs. <laughs> And social rats that laugh when they play will are more attracted to hanging out with other rats that are prone to laughing. So there's social and antisocial rats that laugh when they play. A great white shark. This is very interesting to me because 
when you see cartoons or illustrations of a fish skeleton, it always shows like a, a fish skeleton. And I was curious of what it actually looked like. So I started looking into it. And I also wanted to see a shark skeleton. A shark does not have a skeleton. It has an inner frame of cartilage. Oh, my God. So the bones, I, there are no bones. It, if you look up how many bones a shark has, it just says there's no skeleton. And that was the first thing I said was that sharks don't have bones. But I said I whale, hear, not shark. I didn't yeah. hear you say that. Yeah, you said oh whale. <laughs> I think he knew that I would laugh at the rat, and that was why. He when I found that out, yeah, I was like, I, I knew that you were going to get a kick out of that. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, it's all right. So we, it's eight seven seven. I still have the lead. Yep. Yep. I'm, oh uh, lord. I'm finally tied up with Amy now. That is going to wrap up our game of Dog on Liar. I do have a game prepared, but we are only five minutes away from hitting our 30-minute mark, so we can save that for next week's episode if we'd like. Is it a new game we've never played before? It is a, just a round of chain reaction. I just wanted to get something ready for this in case we did do the um, guest. All right. Do we have anybody watching that wants to join and play chain reaction? Does anyone want to comment and join us for a game of Chain Reaction? Did anybody comment on if they're watching us live when I made I that statement? I have seen that we did have four viewers at one time. And also Mitch did comment for us earlier and said that Rich does sound good through his phone. So he gave us that good feedback. Thank you, Mitch. All right. Other than that, we have not had any... He tried to call me a second ago, but it didn't come through because I got oh, my yeah. phone on Do Not Disturb. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I disturbed you. I woke you up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so did anybody comment they want to play? If somebody wants to play with us, then we'll play. If nobody wants to play with us, then we won't play. Okay. We'll so did anybody comment that they want to play? Not yet. All right. Well. I'm pretty sure somebody would have commented by now because. Okay. So, all right, we'll call it. Okay. Well, uh, for those of you who want some more information about uh, cancer in dogs or diabetes in dogs, visit Merck, M-E-R-C-K, vet, V-E-T, manual, M-A-N-U-A-L dot com. And if you are interested in taking home Duchess or. Ziggy, Ziggy. yeah, Duchess yeah, or Ziggy. Hours and Forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Michiana Pets, uh, Michiana Humane Society, or MichianaPets.org online. Check them out. You can see all the animals that they have available for adoption. But call before you go in to visit. Make sure that they're still available before you go. Before my husband gets in and gets them. <laughs> the only, I think the only problem I'm going to have is trying to talk Brienne into letting me bring them home with other dogs because she said those two ought to be by themselves. But yeah. uh-huh. um, I got to see if I can talk her out of that. <laughs> I might have to talk to Brienne before you do that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right, guys. That does it for us this week. Tune in next week. We'll see you next week. Y'all have a great week. Thank you.